Hello movie viewers and fellow movie lovers. My name is Tim Williams and I'm the creator and host of Movie Views Presents the 80s Flick Flashback Podcast. See, I love the 80s and I have a great appreciation and nostalgic passion for the classic 80s flicks that birthed my love for movies and ultimately helped shape my childhood. On each episode, I'll discuss, with a special guest co-host of course, a different film from the 1980s. We'll share memories, favorite characters, iconic scenes, and even share some behind-the-scenes stories along the way. We'll discuss famous blockbusters like Raiders of the Lost Ark, Coming to America, Ghostbusters, Dirty Dancing, Top Gun, Die Hard, and many, many more. As well as some other cult classics and even lesser-known flicks we discovered on cable TV or the now-defunct video rental stores. Remember those? No matter what 80s flick we choose to talk about, we'll always have a good time, so come and check us out. You can find the 80s Flick Flashback Podcast on major podcasting platforms like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Anchor, and more. Be sure to subscribe or follow so you don't miss a single episode. Once again, I'm Tim Williams, and I hope you'll join me for the next 80s Flick Flashback. Welcome to this special episode of Moving Panels. We are almost one year in. I have been doing this show since Labor Day of last year, and we are approaching that mark. A show a week. Um, there's been even a couple of bonus episodes that have come in. And so I asked my guest host to provide me kind of a reflection of what they have thought about the show and what the show has meant to them. And some of them were able to provide me with something that I'm going to give to you today. Now... I just want to say that for me, this show has been a great escape from the trouble of life with the pandemic and all, Um, but I'm going to leave it at that. I'm going to save my words for another time. Let's go ahead and get to it, and I'm going to go ahead and start with my good buddy Blake Fowler, as he actually did a mini episode for his review. So take it away, Blake. In the year 2020, in the midst of a global pandemic, an idea was formed. It was an idea that would go on to shape the lives of a group of comic book fanatics forever. Moving from quarantine to quarantiros, this collection of DC fanboys, Marvel maniacs, and all-around enjoyers of seeing their favorite pages come to life set out on a journey to share their passion with the world. And it was all thanks to one man, Laramie Wells. On this episode of Moving Panels, I talk about Well, moving panels. All right, so that's a wrap on season one of moving panels. Everybody, round of applause, big yay, standing ovation. When Laramie first brought up the idea of creating a comic book-based podcast, I was, to say the least, genuinely giddy. Laramie is by far the most fervent Superman fan I know, but He's also the biggest movie fanatic I know and is well-versed in the multiverses of just about every other comic book character. And what he doesn't already know, he'll make sure to find out. Not unlike the sleuthing skills of everyone's favorite brooding vigilante, Laramie has a knack for tracking down every piece of 
character or movie trivia. And with that in mind, I, I couldn't think of anyone better to lead a podcast centered on all things comic book. And while every episode of Moving Panels has been a pleasure for me to listen to uh, and some of them to participate in, there is one that I feel stands above all of the others. And yes, I am referring to the holy grail of ill-fated projects, the resurrection of one of the greatest pieces of superhero cinema, the, the phoenix which rose from the ash of Warner Brothers' cutting room floor, the Snyder Now, if you haven't had a chance to listen to our roundtable discussion on Justice League, the Snyder Cut, go do so right now. Well, not right now, like after you listen to this now. Right now, at the end of this, that would be the excitement in all of our voices, the the passion and the unbridled and unfiltered joy is palpable. And the breakdown of new scenes, deeper character development, better storylines, and an all-around more meaningful movie it is more fun to listen to than you can shake an infinity stone at a... No, that's, it's, um, it's more fun than you can shake a boom tube at. So, so go, you go check that out. In all honesty, that's what I've enjoyed most about being part of this podcast. The, the opportunity to sit down with old friends while making new friends, all in the spirit of discussing things we love. It's given me a space to escape the reality, or is this really the real reality? Is this the reality that I'm experiencing also what you're experiencing, or is my reality different from... Okay, I gotta, I gotta call Wanda about that and find out. Either way, it's given me a place to escape what's going on in the world. And I'm looking forward to recording new episodes, inserting more terrible puns and jokes into our conversations, and just being surrounded by fellow geeks, nerds, and fanboys. So now we've come to the part of the episode where we ask, bag it, stack it, or trade it. And for those of you that are first-time listeners, bag it means that we're going to slide it into that protective plastic sheath and... We're going to hide it away from the sunlight and all the damaging elements of the world to make sure that it stays in pristine, gem-mint tin condition because we treasure and value it so much. Or we're going to stack it where, yeah, we're going to hold on to it. We might not take great care of it, but it's going to be something that we pull out every now and then and return to, and and, and we we enjoy it for what it is. Or are we going to trade it? Uh, rid of it. Take it to the pawn shop, find some schmuck who's going to take it off our hands, and then we're going to hopefully forget about it later on. And when it comes to the Moving Panels podcast, I'm bagging the whole thing. And when I'm old and gray and wandering the earth as a protector of some random little girl who has had animantium infused into her body, not unlike myself, I'll pull these episodes out of their proverbial relive the adventures all over again and i hope you'll do the same moving panels i'm blakely fowler and i'll see you on the other side of the page thanks blake uh, don't steal my job that's all i gotta ask but no it was great um i really enjoy having you on the show you always bring this great humor and levity to the show and uh just you're really good about hyping me up to make me feel like I'm doing so much better of a job than I actually think I'm doing. So I thank you a lot for that, Blake. Moving on, I want to go next to the 
the man who actually got me started with this in the first place from his podcast. So coming up next is Tim Williams from the 80s flick flashback. He's the one that inspired me to do this. And then after being on his show, I kind of learned how it all worked. And so here is Tim's thoughts on the first year of moving panels. Hello, everyone. Thank you so much, Laramie, for letting me be a part of this special moving panels episode where we discuss our favorite episodes and maybe some episodes we'd like to see in the future. At least that's what I'm going to talk about for my little portion here. So uh, favorite episodes. There's been a lot. I've enjoyed a lot of the episodes that I've listened to. Uh, some that immediately come to mind, of course, are ones that I was a part of. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, but there are those were fun. Like I remember the Justice League uh, comparison episodes that were a lot of fun. That was the group uh, the panel episodes. So those were a lot of fun to record and, and still fun to go back and listen to. Uh, one episode that I really enjoyed was the episode where we talked about Scott Pilgrim versus the world uh, with Bethany. And that was a movie actually that I, I had seen a long time ago. I guess, you know, shortly after it came out on video, I watched it and because people raved about it and I just really didn't get, get it. You know, of course I wasn't big into comic books, so that probably, or knew anything about the comic. So that didn't really appeal to me. And I was a little older than I think the demographic they were kind of going for, for that movie. But, um, I had recently purchased it and I was going to rewatch it because it had kind of, I think you guys talked about it when you ranked, like, I think most romantic episodes or superhero movies. And so I, I watched it and then hearing Bethany's discussion about his portrayal of women and the different things of that, it really, you know, uh, I could see that very evident in going back and watching it again. And once again, I, I, I appreciate it for what they were trying to do, but I'm kind of with you guys. It doesn't age very well, um, even though they just released it, re-released it, I think, for the some anniversary they put in the theaters for a day or something like that. But I really enjoyed that episode. There's been others that I've really enjoyed as well. Uh, the episode on The Rocketeer I thought was great because I love The Rocketeer. That was a movie that I remember watching uh, when I was younger and really fell in love with it and have I've been a fan of that director who went on to make Captain America the first Avenger, which is one of my favorite MCU movies. So definitely enjoyed that one. So, but my favorite, favorite, all-time favorite episode you've done so far. <laughs> and because I'm the host of the 80s flick flashback, of course, it's going to tie to the 80s. And that's your episode on The Greatest American Hero, which was by far one of my favorite shows as a kid. And Larry and I, you and I have had this discussion since you recorded this episode that I just, that was such a fun show as a kid and of course going back I started I had started rewatching it several years ago I think when Hulu was just starting to become this thing that you watched old TV shows online when a whole before the whole streaming market exploded but they had the uh first season I think the first two seasons available then and I actually they did not have the pilot on Hulu I actually found the pilot episode on YouTube and was able to find the full pilot episode on YouTube. So I watched that and then I started watching some of the first season on Hulu and just kind of was like cringing, like, why did I like this so much as a kid? <laughs> why was this so ingrained in my memory? But I, I loved Superman. I loved Spider-Man. I loved those kind of comic uh, iterations that I would see on the little made-for-TV movies and, of course, Incredible Hulk and TV shows back then. So I was a big fan of Greatest American Hero. And, of course, the theme song is so iconic. I had the actual 45 record of that uh, as a kid, so lots of love for that show. And I, you know, after listening to you guys talk about it, I want to go back and kind of watch it again. But you know, you you drew out a lot of the things that I had noticed watching, going back and watching that first season about some of the inconsistencies. Like I don't remember his name being that, and you know, and and how he was with the kids and things of that nature. So 
a great episode. So that got me thinking about another great show that I remember watching as an 80s kid that I was like, hmm, I wonder if this one's based on a comic book that Laramie and I could talk about. And guess what? It is. So Laramie, I want us to do an episode on Buck Rogers in the 21st century. Uh, because, is it 20, 24th, 21st? I don't remember which centuries, but Buck Rogers, uh, because I found out that it was based on a comic book in, the, I think, the 30s or the 40s. So, uh, and that is one that I did, what, we go back, I watched all the episodes of that. It was on Netflix probably eight years ago, uh, but I'm sure I could find it again. And I, I went back and watched that one from the beginning. Once again, doesn't hold up as well, uh, come cheesy special effects, but... Uh, for the nostalgic factor, it still rings true with me. And so now knowing that it was actually based on a comic book, I love to hear Laramie dig deep and talk about Buck Rogers. So those are my thoughts. Uh, congratulations, Laramie, on just uh, a great show, Moving Panels. It's such a great podcast. I enjoy listening to it. Always honored to have you as a guest co-host on the 80s Flick Flashback Podcast. Looking forward to uh, more episodes in the future on my show and on your show and whatever other shows we decide to come up with along the way. (laughs) All right. Thanks, everybody. See you next time. Thanks, Tim. And maybe we could do Buck Rogers. Uh, It was a comic strip, never a comic book, and it was Buck Rogers in the 25th century, but the comic strip did come out in the 1920s, so it takes it back a little bit. Um, And the television show aired in 1979, so that's just before your 80s flick flashback, So we definitely can take a look at that and maybe put that in for a future episode. So I look forward to that. All right, next up, I got my good friend of a long time, the one who really kind of gave me the idea of this is what I want to do a podcast on, and that's Chad. Uh, Chad and I have always been known to have these lengthy conversations on the phone. And as we've said before in previous episodes, if we really just record them, that's a podcast. And so here's Chad's thoughts on year one. Laramie, first off, just congratulations for making it a year on your podcast. It has been uh, so enjoyable for me as a listener. I just, uh, I love getting to hear my buddy every week break down stuff that's so near and dear to our hearts. And uh, after, you know, 15, 20 years of having these conversations with you, it's been fun watching you get to share it with other people and I love the the Facebook community and just uh, sharing stuff on there and uh, bantering back and forth and everything Uh, but when we started talking about the idea of having done this for a year and you know kind of what our favorite episode or episodes are uh, several things came to mind and first off um, just the very first episode I loved listening to you explain why you were doing this, uh, your love of Superman, why he's such an important character to you personally. And even in that, it was just kind of fun because there's all the many arguments. You go, well, you know, I, I can see why you like him, but I like so-and-so and, you know, all this kind of stuff. And uh, it's just such a comic booky thing. And I'm glad you started out just with your nerdiness about that dude right off the bat so that was uh really cool um and i'm you know obviously biased on the ones that i get to record with you because uh because i just enjoy the conversations we have so much and uh so probably the other important ones to me or or my personal favorites would be uh, i really had a good time doing planet hulk that was a 
movie that you shared with me i had not actually seen that they were doing an animated movie on that and so uh that was something that you had shared with me years and years ago and i had read the books and so then kind of getting to reverse that and you reading the books and us rewatching the movie and then getting to to record our takes on it was really that was really pretty fun for me um i just love that property and that character so much and it, it's such a cool story and I'm, I'm hoping that just there was one person who had never heard of that story before and they went back and and at least watched the movie if they didn't even uh go and read the book there but that one was really cool and the other one was definitely and my my favorite to date is definitely uh the joker episode where you and i both had not seen that movie yet uh went back and watched joaquin phoenix's joker and uh and just got to talk about it and it's because uh that became just one of your and i normal conversations i had such a fun time recording that one with you and forgot that we were recording that was just like a phone call after we'd both gotten uh done watching the movie and just started breaking it down and it was such a good time and i hope people enjoy the um the passion that you have for for the subjects and uh the relationship you have with the guest hosts that you have on and I hope that um, that that stuff shows through to other people and that they enjoy it as much as as I know that I enjoy uh, uh, recording episodes with you. So uh, hope hope this is the beginning of another year, and I just can't wait to see what uh, season two brings. Thanks for having me on, man. Thank you, Chad. Again, this is all because of our conversations. Like you said, after watching a movie, we'd call each other, we'd talk about the movie, talk about what we liked, what we didn't like. We would fantasy cast, we would fantasy write the script, uh, as we've talked about before in a previous episode. And so it is really uh, the conversations we had that just, again, as I've said before, has led to this. Finally, we have uh, my wonderful wife, Bethany, who has uh, joined me for a few episodes. Comic books weren't really her thing until she met me. Um, they're still not really her thing, but she's gotten more of an interest and she's she's real big into books, and so sometimes she does kind of show some interest in what is the book like versus the actual movie or television show. And so I've enjoyed doing some episodes with her, and I love the perspective that she brings. So I'm going to end right now with Bethany, and then I'll come back to sign off. Hi, everybody. This is Laramie's lovely wife, Bethany. I am here to reflect on the last year of Moving Panels. Um, it's been such a fun show to record with Laramie, um, the few episodes I've recorded with him, and also the listening to him, and he he just clearly enjoys it so much and gets so excited, and that's, that's just fun to hear. So um, my favorite episodes so far, besides the ones that I recorded, obviously, um, was uh, the Superman 300 episode. I It was such a weird thing to hear about. And I always kind of like the what if scenarios. Um, and it just sounded like Chad and Laramie had a really fun time recording the show. I actually, I was at work and I laughed out loud when Chad talked about a laser to the face of a baby. Uh, 
just, you know, that awkward thing you do when you listen to podcasts. Um, so something I wanted to add, if I were to um, add something to that episode, would be a what if Lois Lane were a part of this story, which she's not, but what if she were? And so I wrote a little thing, and it's just very short, but it, here we go. Cut to Lois Lane working in her tiny apartment in the heart of Metropolis. She is madly typing away at her trendy orange Macintosh computer while chugging her venti latte and furrowing her perfectly manicured pencil-thin eyebrows. Alicia Keys' Fallen is blaring through the headphones of her disc man. For the last six months, Lois has been publishing content not seen fit for the Daily Planet under a pseudonym on her online blog. Perry White refused to recognize the significance of the super-being Skyboy and his absence for the last ten years. She continued typing one-handed as her Nokia phone started to ring beside her. Lane, she said in her quick response, Have you seen this? Perry White's gruff voice came through the receiver at a volume that would suggest she were standing across a crowded room and not simply through the phone. Lois grabbed her remote and flipped on her 12-inch tube TV and stood in awe at what she was seeing. Who was Mocha? And that's all I can really add to it. I just thought it was fun to drop as many 2001 trendy things that I could think of into one paragraph. Um, but I'm, I'm really looking forward to other things that Laramie has planned in the future, specifically um, I'm looking forward to discussing the Umbrella Academy with him and a couple of other things that I don't want to spoil. Um, but thank you so much for having me on the show, Laramie. And thank you to everyone who listens. And I hope to talk to you again later. Bye. Thank you, Bethany. And thank you for the support that you've given me throughout this. It has really meant the world. And I'm looking forward to doing more episodes with you, that Umbrella Academy, as well as continuing our annual tradition of doing the Valentine's Day date night movie. Uh, so look forward to that in February. Uh, lastly, folks, I just want to thank my other guest hosts who weren't able to participate in this episode. Uh, Reese, Kim, Deanna, Justin, and David. And I, I couldn't do this show without all of you guys. And so I appreciate it greatly. Uh, it's been a year. we got a couple more episodes to go in this year, so please listen out for those. Uh, I'm going to do an episode just for myself, thanking all of you guys, but that episode will come out uh, a little bit later. And look forward to Season 2 of Moving Panels. But for now, I'm Laramie Wells, and I'll see you on the other side of the page. <laughs>